How's it going? Let me tell you an age-old joke. What did the tortoise say to the hare? Why aren't you on that bald man's head? Thanks for checking out the fourth episode of our podcast, No Pay No Brian. We are now officially up on every major streaming platform, so if you want to check us out, please do on other platforms. You know, we always love the views and, like, maybe give us ratings and stuff. And also, you can check out our website and Discord linked in the description of every episode. And that's all I got for you today, so let's get into the podcast. Welcome to the fourth episode of the No Pain No Brian podcast with me, my my lovely self, and my boy Sam. Hi, Sam. How's the lovely self? What's going on? What? No, I think I think you are a lovely man. Wow, thank you. Yeah, I think it is fantastic that we're already on our fourth episode. We're having our one month anniversary, Sam. The thing that we love so much. Oh, yeah. We love one month anniversaries. Yeah, what are we doing, dude? What should we do? <clears throat> let's celebrate by recording an episode. That's a great idea. Yep. So let's Brian get into it. Do it with us. Ah, what what a what a chump! Not even here for our one flake. month anniversary. What a total flake. What a flake. Yeah. Flake. We really named this whole thing after him. <laughs> come on, Brian. We do miss you though. If you if you if you come back, we'll we'll forgive you. Yeah, exactly. Hey, didn't you say I... not to do that? In the last have to episode, do what? Be like, forgive oh, Ryan? We'll, for, we'll forgive you. Yeah. It's all a cover. Dang. <laughs> you just ruined it. It was all going to be a cover. No. Okay. No, like, okay, I was going to... No, because I, I said that last episode, and you were like, no, no, wait, no, we shouldn't do that. What? No, it's a cover story, right? Oh, okay. okay. So when he comes back, gotcha. we'll, we'll gotcha. act like we forgive right. him, but really we're pissed. Right. Yeah. Okay, so welcome Brian, back to the If you're out episode. there... No, 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 no. <laughs> but we'll cut that. Cut, yeah, cut, right, cut, 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 yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Brian, if you're out there, we'll forgive you, man. We care. We 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 are worried about you. We we'll, we'll give you money. <laughs> Come back to us, <laughs> please. All right. So what are we talking about in this episode, Sam? Uh, Josh. You know, um, let's see. We should talk more about ourselves a little bit, just a little bit. We've talked okay. about ourselves a lot. I think. I think that's kind of the Have whole we? point of this po- podcast, honestly. I mean, honestly, I don't even know what this podcast is about, Sam. We're just going to talk to talk. Exactly. And I think that's a lot it. about ourselves. But anyway, right, so we're going to start off with some basic topics, all right, that we okay. haven't covered yet. Topic me. Somehow. All right. Topic me, baby. Let's go. Movies, TV shows, anything that appears on um, that screen in your living room. On my In my living room? Or whatever. I don't watch, I don't watch much TV in my living whatever, room, Sam. Wherever your television is, it's in my living room. What? What? Do you want, like, my favorite movie? Yeah. Ooh, I don't. Mm. My favorite movie is probably maybe Hunger Games. Really? <laughs> yeah, dude. I've never heard that, that was. Before. Listen to me, right? Hear me okay. out. Hunger Games. I re- I read the book in seventh grade, right? Okay. Right before the movie yeah. came out, and that was the first book I actually read that I started to enjoy reading, right? Really? And now I now I read a lot. So right? now, like, so it's, it's like a it's like a association thing. 
right it has it has like such importance to me right. in my life i literally remember because um i don't did i talk about how bad i was at reading yes. back in the day on the uh, podcast have on the podcast okay well i i was i was like literally in elementary school i was in a special ed reading uh group even though that i wasn't special ed just because i was so slow and bad at reading and i hated it so much right i hated everything about it and so what i did was um uh i just dodged all the tests you know i would i would like fake the tests because uh, we had to do like air tests and then um i just kind of like knew like i just i just had friends who like knew what they read right and i was like hey what are the answers to this <laughs> nice um but no in seventh grade we had to do like this different test and it like you couldn't cheat on it right uh, and uh, you could pick your books and you could pick a every every a quarter we had to do one fiction and one non-fiction book right right and the first book i read was hunger games gotcha and and literally i was so hesitant to read it my mom had to sit me down with her <laughs> and she was like i'll read a chapter and you read a chapter but you got to get it done and wow. so that's what i did i got by yeah. I um, started reading it and I loved it, I, you know. So I, so I kept reading it, kept reading, it, and then we had to read a nonfiction book. That sucks, <laughs> but um, then I went back to the fiction book. No, and I, I really do love it though. So I, and I love reading so much now. So, so is that, it just is it that means your favorite so book too? No, no, but no, because uh, my favorite book is a book by Cinda Williams Chima, which she's a okay. she's a smaller right. Yeah, um, I know. I know author. who she is. Really? Yeah, I've read some. Um, that's that's that, that's actually that's awesome. And uh, she wrote this series called the Seven Realms series, okay. right? Yeah. And when I started reading it, there was three out of the four books completed of the series. And uh, actually, right as I was like getting, right as I was finishing the third book, the fourth book had come out. Oh, nice. Which is awesome, right? Perfect. And it is it is honestly the pinnacle of like of like like uh, authoring. <laughs> 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 Uh, the pinnacle of whatever you know it's 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 right. literally the highlight right okay, okay i can't think of a better uh like way to write a book right and it's like it has everything i like it has like fantasy right, right? which is one of my favorite and and then like magic and then like also um it's it's this really cool uh multi-story where there's two main characters right right and um i can give a synopsis i think it's fine uh and so the main character is a dude and he's really uh, one of the main characters is a dude and he's really really poor right and he lives in the slums and he's actually he's so poor and he has to take care of his mother and sister because his father died that uh he runs with he runs a gang right okay and um and he hates it but he does it to um keep you know keep his family alive right and they're like super poor and it's a super bad living condition <laughs> and then um and then on top of that there's also um there's also uh, the girl that's the other main character, right? Okay. And you switch off every chapter. So okay. you'll be reading his chapter, then you'll be reading her yeah, chapter. Yeah. And um, she is actually the uh, the princess, right? Right. Of the throne. And so it's really interesting how uh, how the stories develop, right? And it's super enjoyable. And, like, they talk about, like, um, like these tribes that are around them and everything. Right. And, um, and pretty much what happens is that um, their paths, like, intertwine throughout the story, right? Okay. And it's, it's beautiful. It's so masterful. So like if anyone if anyone out there wants to read it you know, uh, hit me up. I'll 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 talk about it for hours. <laughs> and hours. But yeah. And hours exactly. But yeah, I I really love that series. But um, that's my favorite series. But no, Hunger Games does have a really like important place in my right. heart. And it's not just like I don't I don't I thought the books were okay. Right. Okay. I didn't think they were like wow, but I thought they were good. But I just think that. You know that was just that was what made me start reading, and I that's like one of the right. most important things in my life. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I remember I remember reading the Hunger Games series. I read it for the first time, I believe, in fourth grade, which was for me right around when the um, first movie came out. 
Oh, okay, right on. Um, yeah, and then I read that whole series, and then I, I think about a year, year and a half ago, I reread the series, mm-hmm. and that's also a really interesting thing to do. Because uh, you, yeah, I love rereading series. Yeah, especially like when, like after like a span of years, um, developmental years. Um, mm-hmm. It's like we were we had a really great opportunity to do that because you like you get so much more out of it. Mm-hmm. And that's such a staple book, like in our generation. Yeah. Like almost everyone knows about it. It's like the it's like Harry Potter. Yeah. Even though that I never read Harry Potter, but like most people did. You should do you know? that. I would recommend it. Strongly recommend. It's it. just it's such it's just such an epic. You know, you have to you have to read so much. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot. I um, because yeah, back in when I started my freshman year, I had run out of like new books that looked interesting to me, which mm-hmm. I mean. I'm sure I could have found something, right? I could have just tried something oh, and it would have been yeah, fine. Exactly. But um, nothing really caught my eye, and so I was like, you know, I'm just gonna I'm gonna reread stuff. So I started out with the Harry Potter series because that had been that was formerly my favorite series, and at the time it still was. Mm-hmm. So I reread that, uh, and then I think I reread the Hunger or the Hunger Games series. So about two years ago, then. Um, and then. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, and then I re- I reread the Inheritance series. Um, the Inheritance series. It sounds familiar. Yeah, it's um, it's Aragon, which is the dragon, and um, it's like, it's a, such a good series. I love that series. That it's rereading it because I'd already read it years mm-hmm. before. That's awesome. But rereading it, it became my favorite series. It's four books. Yeah, actually, what um, what I did, and this is this is really interesting, because I had um, when I was in seventh grade, you know, right. uh, and had read the ser- the um, Hunger Games series, right? Mm-hmm. It was really hard for me, you know, because I I had never never read like very much before, yeah. right? So it was it was uh, it took me a long time to read. Yeah, these I remember I remember reading the Hunger Games for the first time, and I thought that the style it was written in, in terms of like how they used the tense, was very weird. I thought I I never like. Looking back on it now, it wasn't that hard of a read, right? Yeah, no. When but I reread it, time, I was like, "Oh, okay, this is normal." But yeah, right. But at the time, it was it was a really um, it was really hard for me, right? Yeah. So what I did is I actually went and read the Guardians of Gahul. You know, the yes. Owls. Yes. Yeah, I started reading that series. I, don't, I never finished it, but I I read it. Yeah, I read I read all the books. There was like fourteen books. It was it was very long, <laughs> um, but no, like and you know, it's it's more it's more geared towards uh, younger kids so mm-hmm. it was a lot easier of a read and that actually um helped me develop my reading skill a lot oh yeah yeah but i mean what what's your favorite movie sam <laughs> there was a there's been a long period of time where i just didn't really watch movies at all right this mm-hmm. is from this is from i know this yes you know this but i'm explaining i know this sam yes um <laughs> and this um this lasted years years it's been it was a long time since i'd like watched uh movies um for like six years i watched maybe like five total wow yeah um but so my favorites um geez i really enjoyed pulp fiction yeah of course the classic of course the classic uh but not very unique (laughs) um it's kind of, I don't really I don't know if I have a definitive favorite I'll be honest yeah I think I think Pulp Fiction was more unique at the time right well yeah well but no I mean it's just, been copied right? well no I that's mean that's why it's the classic I mean just like a unique like popular favorite movie choice right oh gotcha yeah yeah um because I thought the movie itself was very um I thought it was it was very I thought it, the style in which it was told was very interesting mm-hmm. um but as like a definitive favorite it's so hard to choose for me um 
like even the movies that we've watched together uh, what your name um what it sounds your like. name a silent voice and uh hell's moving castle right? right yeah those are the three yeah hell's moving castle oh also castle i have castle. another i have another movie we're gonna watch oh awesome uh what's what's it called one sec um it, it's a movie that came out this year actually you want to know what's really interesting i didn't watch one movie from 2018 wow that's really amazing right um and there and i i noticed this because i'm trying to relate to people in life you know right, right, right. and so people will be talking about movies and i didn't see one movie from 2018 oh you never saw bohemian rhapsody i never saw bohemian rhapsody, bohemian rhapsody was stellar that's good yeah it was really good i wanna i wanna see it so bad you should so bad you should let's watch it together sam let's that yeah let's do that i'm down i think it's on netflix is it really i think so i'm not sure let's don't do quote it. me on that do not quote me <laughs> on that i only know this because i well i only think this because i saw one of my friends like post on their story just them watching it at their home which literally could mean that it was on any platform um not netflix but right yeah that's that it's a bit of an assumption um, there it this movie is called um i freak me if i can pronounce this right <laughs> Makia, right? Okay. When the promised flower blooms, right? Okay. And it's it's uh, apparently amazing, right? It's also it's another anime movie, but it's ranked eighty nine, like out of any show ever, right? Right. And it it looks so good, man. Awesome. Yeah. So we gotta we gotta watch that together. Let's do that. Um. Um. But yeah, no, I mean, freaking like I I it does it's not an issue that you don't watch movies right because right. freaking going to the movies and stuff so expensive anymore right yeah that's true but like i think i think it's fine i do I, I enjoy going to the movies for sure but uh, like sitting down and watching me eh, it's kind of eh, to me um I'll, it's good it's good when you're with someone you know yeah. it's it's the company that makes it count. yeah exactly which is weird because you're not talking much <laughs> no but it's just like being there human contact, having someone there with you right so touch starved uh what um it's it's such a it's such an amazing thing like it, I, I learned this a lot from our watch party right mm -hmm. yeah watching things with someone it's is so awesome much, it's so much more fun right it's it's like a lot of like, yeah. it's boring watching stuff by yourself yeah exactly <laughs> like i can't i i can never sit down and watch a movie by myself anymore oh no i, I have to be watching it with someone I've never uh no i haven't been able to uh I, you know one one thing that i do enjoy just like mm -hmm. on a late like summer night or something just like sit down and have like a movie on your phone that's kind of enjoyable right that's pretty enjoyable i've done that i can't do that i mean like i'll i've watched i've watched like anime by myself but like ne mm -hmm. never like anime movies i watched one and i i, I was disappointed because i didn't i didn't feel it you know but right. then like when i'm watching it with someone like even if it's yeah. the same quality as that movie it'd probably be awesome yeah because I'm going to be honest, the shows that we watch, right? <laughs> Real talk. I would not be... I, I Like, we watch Domestic Girlfriend, right? On our watch party weekly. Um, I would not be watching that show without watching it with you guys. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. <laughs> That's all I can say. I don't think many people are. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But if we're going back to, like, some of my favorites... Because I can lift off, I can list off some favorites, right? We already got Pulp Fiction. Um, I'd say Goblet of Fire, Harry Potter. There's only 113,000 people watching it. That's not very many. Yeah, that's that's yeah, that's not at all. Um, but yeah, let's see. Pulp Fiction, Goblet of Fire, 
Mm-hmm. Um, man, I did. I also I did also enjoy um, Hunger Games. I only saw the first Hunger Games movie. Oh really? The the other ones are pretty good. Yeah, I just that was like like the Hunger Games when that first came out. That was nearing the end of when I was like watching movies semi consistently. Right. So, yeah, that's why I didn't. <laughs> yeah, I enjoyed I enjoyed the Hunger Games movies. I I was just disappointed with the third one, right? Okay. And I won't say anything because there's like ma- it's like a major spoiler. Gotcha. But I was just disappointed in how they executed it, right? Okay. And I feel like that's just a common theme with anyone who's read the book, first watched a movie. So, so it, it's a change from the book. It's not. It's not like the the plot changes, or does but it just the, like not do it um, justice? How they develop the plot okay. doesn't follow logic, right? Okay. It like it, there's, it's very logical how stuff happens in the book. Also, in the in the movie, how they end it is not how like it's the 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 conclusion is how it ends, right? Mm-hmm. But how like, like the, the middle characters. Oh. Uh, complete their individual stories okay. right the overall plot is one thing but how they complete their individual stories is slightly different okay that's interesting I'm, i mean yeah i wanted the um i thought about watching them uh so i might i might still do that mm-hmm. i'd be interested on an unrelated note I, I, do you, like how much do you read i wish i read more right now i really do because i really do enjoy it i love reading i've loved reading since like the third grade um harry potter so how do you how do you feel about when uh characters die at the end of a series you know the i think you know the best books i have ever read have always ended with Mm -hmm. some sort of major loss Mm -hmm. whether it be the main character dying or like the main characters like some type of significant other um, mm-hmm. either leaving or dying or um, just like losing part of like their home or something like that right yeah and so how do i feel about it if, I, if it's done right i think it can be i think it's very good honestly i agree i like i think it's such a um you have to you have to execute it so well yeah to, exactly. to have a character well, die and when, it, and when an author Right, and when an author is able to do that well, though, I think it's one of the most amazing ways to end a story, right? Yeah. Like, let's take, for example, like, Shakespeare, right? Okay. The, his most popular play ever is Romeo and Juliet, Juliet. easily, yeah. right? In Romeo and Juliet... Oh, I think you're dead, so they let me die, stab myself. Right? right, and it's like, it's not a lot of his stories end in a tragic way, or it's yeah. so part of the way, right? And the reason that he... the One of the reasons that he was such a popular playwriter right Mm -hmm. was because he was able to convey those emotions and like the tragedy of life right which is weird because like he he never dated he he, like never fell in love (laughs) so i don't know how he was able to do it man he's a magician but whatever the case i just think it's i think it's really interesting how um right when they when someone's trying to execute a story and they kill off a character how like amazing that can be yeah well i think as far as like that you don't know how he pulled it off i think that like never having been a part of something like looking from the outside onto it holds a lot less bias mm-hmm. than being a part of it. And so he could maybe more accurately in some ways describe what it is. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree, man. So, on an, on an unrelated note. Okay. Another word. Jess, so I don't know how to say this person's last name very okay. well. Okay. 
I'm just gonna I'm just gonna throw that out there. Jesse Smollett or small oh. I don't know. Uh, I, I don't, I don't know. It's like it sounds like the T is silent. I believe but it's I don't Smollett. Smollett. Okay. I'm not sure. Whatever the case, this Jesse fellow. This is a big case. <laughs> yeah. Let let I'll, we'll preface it for anyone who doesn't know who this guy is, right? Yep. Um, he's a gay black man. Okay. <laughs> this is very important. He's a gay, gay black man on Empire, right? Which is a TV show. I want to say it's. Is it CBS? I don't know. I don't know. I ABC or CBS or something like that. It. I believe it's ABC. Um, I have not watched it either. But I know for a fact he's gay and black because he <laughs> claims, well, he claimed, right, that um, some gentleman in a Make America Great Again hat, right, came up and attacked him, right, right. and put a noose around his neck and beat him up and all this other stuff, right? Um, and it was a hate crime against his race and his uh, and yeah sexuality, and he's in jail now <laughs> because because it turned out that's a that's a big false. Yep, paid off his friends to do it. Exactly, and that's that's like a that's a no no. That is <laughs> that's, a big that's very one. which okay. Looking at it, just like let's see, he has a successful TV show, like mm-hmm. he's made it, he's there. Mm-hmm. Why? why you don't need any more publicity you don't need any more like there's no well i think okay i think this is a very this is why i wanted to bring it up because that actually leads in very well because i wanted to explain like how this really reflects on the political climate anymore right okay in my opinion right right i feel like everyone in in politics now right is just doing this thing where they want to get they want to be the biggest victim right right and they want to get more of this victim pie right and there's only so much pie to go around okay right so when people keep complaining there has to be someone who is not 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 getting the pie right right and so what 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 people are trying to find out is who's the one without the pie right and then you want to turn all your hate towards them right and so and so it's been a really common thing in politics where people do these people start fighting right yeah these stunts right and it's not it's not as like it's not like popular i don't want to say but when something like this happens it really shows how sad the political climate is there was no reason that he needed to do that all he wanted to do was promote his political agenda which is sad because you're not making it look any better now that Mm -hmm. you've been um now that like the truth has been you want to hear something else that's pretty crazy that uh, a lot of news stories aren't picking up on right and i actually read this in the um what do you call that like really long report uh that they have Uh about like a police incident um the really long report i don't i don't know (laughs) but but they made like a really thorough report right Right. and i read through a big chunk of it right because it was like 98 pages i'm not gonna read through the whole thing um uh they were talking about how the guy who he paid off, mm-hmm. right? And news stations are talking about this. Yeah. Was on Empire with him, right? They were talking yeah, about yeah. that and worked out with him. Also, his drug dealer. <laughs> oh, that a lot of people aren't mentioning. Yeah, I believe. Yeah, he mentioned that. Yeah, and you want to know what's really sad though? A lot of these people are um, not not like frowning upon him. Like I've noticed, like a lot of the media isn't frowning upon him. They're saying that it reflects a bigger issue in our political climate, and they're using it as a stepping stone right right and they're not they're not using it as this guy should be in jail and i think it's like come on man he should definitely be in jail but definitely should be in jail but they they do have a point because that's what you brought up too it does reflect a bigger part of the political um right but that's not what they're trying to claim they're trying to claim like you know ah the trump people are racist right which i I don't know either way i don't i don't know but 
Okay, some Trump supporters definitely are. Yeah, but it's so are... So, okay, it's, it's either side, you know. I, I heard a really funny thing from a comedian I like, Bill Burr, right? <laughs> he was saying... Um, he was saying uh, that everyone everyone's always complaining about these racist white guys, right? Oh, all these racist white guys voted for Trump, and they're at his rallies yelling, Trump, 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 right? <laughs> but he, he goes, he goes... Where are these racist white guys uh, a couple years ago when they could have voted against a black president? <laughs> it's like it's like I don't mind. It's like I, I can't do his accent right very well, but he he's making fun of um, uh, southern people, right? Oh, God. He goes he goes I don't mind this uh, I don't mind this black man, but this white lady, <laughs> she's gonna take my four wheelers, my koozies, and <laughs> it's so funny. Basically saying it's sexist sexism instead of racism. It, he's just saying that people are saying stuff that's really dumb yeah. people just vote for what they vote for they don't give a shit people just vote for who they vote for they don't give a shit about you know like what doesn't affect them so like a lot of white dudes right racism just like doesn't track in their brains you know it's yeah. just like it's just like because they never experience it right and i don't know how racist the world is but i'm just saying like or at least in the united states but i'm just saying like it just doesn't track you just care about what you care about it's your life why, why, why would you care about someone else's life? I think there are cases where you can. Well, I think, well, yeah, like, if you uh, personally care for someone, yeah, right? But not, like, but that doesn't. States, but, so like, well, no, no, like, if, if, you're, if you're voting for people, right, mm-hmm. you're looking at your own interests. You're saying, oh, what would be good for me, right? Yeah. I've never once thought to myself when I was voting, like, what would be good for the people around me, man? <laughs> like, no. I think I would. Oh, think this guy, that. this guy wants to give me more money. Hey, all right. <laughs> Sounds like a good deal. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know. Maybe that's just maybe that's just me. Yeah, for sure. Um, you know. Okay. This is um, so cases, cases because this this was a legal case. Mm-hmm. There was um, I was in my um, I was in my jazz band class uh, on Friday. Um, this past very Friday. recently. Yes, as this is Sunday. Yes, and we were. Um, Which would mean that wasn't very many days ago. This was two days ago. Wow. And we were. Wait, in... no, no, wait, 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 wait. Friday to Sunday, two days ago. Wow. Okay, keep going. Okay, thank you. <laughs> um, so we were discussing. We were discussing another legal case. And this one was, um, it was between. It involved two people, 19-year-old, 14-year-old. Um, and probably from just me saying that, you can guess where this is going. Um, and the 19-year-old was accused of, um, I believe, uh, eliciting, I think is the word, from a minor. Um, no. So what does that mean, though? Uh, no, it's enticement of a minor. Um, and then uh, in child pornography, um, basically meaning he convinced the 19 year old convinced the 14 year old to send him nudes uh, mm-hmm. and this 19 year old was like in your school still? No, no 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 this is it's a whole it was um it was actually a, it was a mock case i believe for a um a field trip at the school um but we were discussing it and how mm-hmm. the 19 year old was wasn't found guilty or something wasn't found guilty for enticement but was for the child porn because it was on his phone you know um and that's a big problem but anyway mm-hmm. This was, um, and so obviously he got he got jail time and he's a registered sex offender. That was the outcome of the case. Right. And so we're discussing this in in our in our jazz band class, and our instructor, 
um, or teacher, who's uh, he's um, he's like he's kind of short. Um, he's Romanian. Um, and he stands in front of this class, and I I can't I I'm not even gonna attempt to do the accent, um, because it's frankly impossible for me. But he stands in front of the class after talking about this whole case, <laughs> and he delivers this line. And that's why I always say, play the horn, don't watch porn. <laughs> and, oh my god, it killed me. Like, it killed the whole class. We were laughing. <laughs> Jesus. And, but just, like, imagine, he's standing in front of, um, he's standing in front of, like, 20 high schoolers. And he's just like, he has this. He knows, Much younger than him. Oh, yes, he's in his 50s at least. And he's standing there, and he, he has his hands on his hips. And he has this, like, he has this smile, and he knows he's about to deliver this amazing line. <laughs> and, oh my god, it was, it was incredible. It was, yeah, play the horn, don't watch porn. Luckily, That's actually so funny. It is. Luckily for me, I play the guitar. <laughs> Which is a stringed instrument. Mm. Um... Wait, oh, it's a stringed instrument. Yeah. Jeez, I wonder, I wonder who wouldn't know that, Sam. Come on. You know. Come on, Sam. There's always a there, there, there's always a minority. There's always a minority. <laughs> there sure is, Sam. There sure is. Yeah. We neither of us are one of them though. Nope. <laughs> Diversity, baby. And both, both in race or in uh, instrumental knowledge. <laughs> Majorities. <laughs> We know that hey, guitar is stringed. But but we are a very diverse podcast, you and me. Oh, yes, of course. Brian's gone, though. I don't even... Brian would make us so much more diverse, but yeah. he just doesn't want to be here, I guess. Whatever. Shrug it off. Wow. Shrug it off. <laughs> Shrug it off. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Um, dude, okay, I'm still thinking about books. Okay. I'm still thinking about books. I love like reading i i do wish I, I did think. i ever ask you what your favorite book was um not specific book a uh, series we got to my favorite series which is the inheritance series aragon uh aragon eldest um the brisingu inheritance those are the first mm -hmm. those are the um four books really right. really solid series so good i remember uh i was rereading freshman year mm -hmm. and by the time i got to the last book the last book is my favorite book inheritance Right. I had never had such a strong desire throughout the entire day to do nothing but read. And that's like wow. all I did. And it would that's like, the, the, the days best would feeling just... ever though. That's such a good feeling when you just can sit there and read and read and read. Yeah, while while my, my while my homework sits there. But that that was besides the point. <laughs> um, at the time that was the least of my concerns, because this book just like it ate the days away. Mm -hmm. And I was 100% okay with it. That was such an incredible book. That's awesome, man. Yeah, I um, I got, like, when I started reading the Seven Realms series, right? Yeah. I had actually bought the books at a um, bookstore, and we were at my grandpa's at the time, right? And I had nothing to do because he doesn't have, like, internet or anything. <laughs> or he didn't have internet or anything. Yeah. But, um, and so I had the first two books of the series, and so I literally sat down in our camper because we had brought our camper. Yep. And just read, read all day. Yep. Finish, finish that book. 
that day. It was so, it's so good just to be so absorbed. But at the same time, I got to a point, um, and this happened, like, I've, I'm not reading as much anymore, right? Yeah. Because I got to a point, um, it was actually this summer, right? Bef- like, right before I met you. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I only had a job where I was working, like, 15 hours a week, right? I was yeah. a wedding planner helper, right? Which is, like, I, I set up the venue and everything. Okay. Um, and what it was was that you would only do it on weekends, you know, because, like, you don't do that stuff during the week. Right. And so, yeah, so what we were doing was we were actually only, the like, working, like, 15 hours a week, right, at most. And I had a lot of time, and I was literally sitting down for, like, six, seven hours a day just reading, right? Right. And it got to a point where it was becoming, like, an addiction, <laughs> and it, like, wasn't healthy. Yeah. <laughs> Which is kind of silly if you think about it. Um, so I had to like nip that in the butt. And then, then that was like when I had got the job that I'm working at now where I was at the time working like 80 hours a week. Jesus. It was so, it was so time consuming. Yeah. But, um, well, between work and school right now, I'm probably doing about 80 hours, but, um, yeah, it's, it was, I just, I needed to stop reading so much, but at the same time, like one year I read like over 300 books, which is kind of amazing. Yeah. You know. It's such a trap because, like, I always want the books to last when I'm really enjoying them. Mm-hmm. But then I'm really enjoying them, so they don't. Yeah, well, I mean, there's always that feeling. <laughs> I, I know the exact feeling, you know. Yeah. Um, like, why is this the, ending so the, fast but I can't stop? <laughs> the weirdest thing, though, is when is when you have to do this thing where you have to pace yourself. Yeah. Because you don't want the yeah. book to end, you know. <laughs> you have, like, three chapters left, and you're like, well, if I read one chapter today... <laughs> seven pages yeah exactly i love i love that so much so i actually did that um a lot when i was a kid right mm-hmm. where um i would be like i would be um playing video games or whatever it was right, right? and the video game was about to end <laughs> so what i would do is i would stop playing it right mm-hmm. but then i would never finish it because <laughs> i would just never get back around yeah, to it get, yeah yeah but i mean i don't know books are awesome i i That's really awesome. love books right because they, they got me through like hard times you know oh yeah and like you can it's just it's just so nice to be able to be disconnected from the world oh, yeah. right and i've never sure. exactly and i've it's... never felt that with like with like tv shows or anything like i don't feel that personal escape like i do with books I believe that's a blind melon lyric um from no rain i'm gonna look this up excellent song by the way uh, i don't think i've heard it um you probably have I probably have. It's right. it's it's um it's a song. It's actually one mm-hmm. of these songs um, where this opening little um, I guess motif because it just repeats mm-hmm. um, is I think it's like one of the, like it's super recognizable, but not a lot of people know the name of it. I'm pretty sure like almost everybody has heard it. Blind melon, no rain. Um, but uh yeah, it's, it's just like. And all I can do is read a book to stay awake, and it rips my life away, but it's a great escape. Wow, that's that's a really good line. It really is. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, man, it just, it can get you out of, it can get you out of some crazy stuff. Um, I actually, that, that really leads into, like, something else. Like, I was thinking about that, but, like, whenever you're really depressed, mm-hmm. like, reading is a really good way to get out of it. And I was, um, I was actually watching this music video the other day um, from a band called Prevail, if you've ever heard them. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are they're they're a um more like screamo-esque uh, okay. type of hard rock band Got right you. and um i i'd actually say they're kind of metal 
but uh, what they but what they did is they were talking about it because uh, their actual lead singer has like uh, I don't know what you call it, but like chronic depression. Yeah, chronic like depression. like you know like a is that what it is? Yeah. So like he has a he has a chronic he has chronic depression, and so um they were they made this whole song about depression right mm-hmm. and how it how it really is crazy and at the end of the music video um there was this text on screen um and it was from the it was from the uh singer and it just said it just said when you're when you have depression you don't control your thoughts your thoughts control you right yeah and i thought that was so powerful right yeah for sure it, it like it amazed me and it was like it was like that's so true but like if like even if you have that depression like it's so great to have an escape right oh yeah and it's so hard to find it you can't find that in real life right well i think there's certain things like maybe like a walk at night Mm -hmm. where it's just kind of like everyone's in their house and you're just out there walking maybe like i don't know even like 15 minutes right just a short little walk that just sounds like a good way to get got (laughs) if i'm gonna be honest we'll do it in a safe place yeah, I don't know. Like sometimes you just like I I actually think about this a lot. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are I I don't know a better way to put it, but like stuck in their heads, you know. Oh, for sure. And like people are scared of their own thoughts. Yeah. You know, and you see that a lot. And like, well, isn't that the old? I've um, heard. I believe uh, what president said it. I'm so ashamed of myself. Um, the only thing we have to fear is fear itself. Uh. I'm gonna look that up because uh, <laughs> it was—it's the World War Two. Um, why don't I know that? Uh, yeah, FDR. FDR. So. Okay. Yeah, the only thing to f- we have to fear is fear itself, and that's it's our thoughts. True. Well, I heard a really interesting thing from a um, from a psychologist. I might have actually said this before because I remember uh, talking about this with someone, mm-hmm. right? And I might have been with you, so it might have been on the podcast, okay. but um. I heard this really interesting thing from um, a a, psych, a psychologist. I don't know. He's he's a professor, right. but also like studies the human psychology. Okay. And his name is um, why why does his name why does his name slip me right now? I was actually just listening to him, and he was on the Joe Rogan podcast, right? Huh. And um, um, I think his last name is Peterson or something like that. One sec. Um, yeah, Jordan Peterson, right? All right. Um, and he's he's really political now, but um, I I just I listened to the Joe Rogan podcast, so I was listening to an episode with him. Right. And he's very smart, but one of the things he um, oh yes, exactly, exactly. So what it was was that he was saying that um, and I think he might have been quoting this from someone else, but everyone's like super psychotic, right? Right. And the fact that you can get in your own psychology is very important right right? but the people who are truly sane Mm -hmm. are the people who have realized their insanity right and are able to control it and so he was talking about how a lot of um war veterans get ptsd right right? and what will happen is this um is the reason they get ptsd is because they have such animalistic instincts you know being Mm -hmm. in war because you have to you you're you're you know you're getting in your head you're feeling out the train and you're just in this high stress high adrenaline environment all the time right and then like when you get home you don't know how to turn that off right Right. and he's talking about how you you realize your insanity right Mm -hmm. and and if you're able to control your sanity those are the people who um who are the people who can overcome their ptsd right but the people because everyone has 
uh, some sort like you know you're not you're not gonna be the same person going into war as you are coming out oh, right yeah, for sure. so you have you have different you have a different mentality so it's those people who can turn off and like just become become their like i, I don't want to call it sane self right they're but just just the self that is recognized in society as normal right yeah i mean the brain is such a powerful thing really really is really is and it's it's great that we have like things like books and everything where we can escape from that because sometimes you don't want to be at the mercy of your own thoughts right oh, yeah. or your own brain because it can it can be the best things and the worst things you know yeah for sure mentality is really interesting because at one point you can be the happiest you ever you ever been and at other times you can just be super sad and there doesn't have to be a reason yeah you know? exactly but uh, it's so like powerful too the way you think about things just the way you think about things Mm-hmm. I also so... don't think that we're directly at mercy with our own thoughts, though, at the same time. Because the only thing we can change is ourselves, right? Right. And so why can't we control our emotions? And, like, I think we can to a certain extent, you know? Mm-hmm. Because if you if you look at, like, a situation, there's no inherently happy, inherently sad, inherently good, inherently bad situation, right? Right. It's all how you perceive the situation. Exactly. So can we change our perception to make ourselves happier? So I think, yeah, I... I mean, a couple a couple of times, um, I've been feeling kind of bad, you know, right? It's like, mm-hmm. it happens, right? Of course. And then I just, like, stop, and I think about it. Um, and I just, like, think, do my best to think um, as unbiased as I can. Because once you start feeling bad, you get, like, this total negative bias about everything, and everything seems worse than it actually is. Exactly. And so I just try to, like, keep myself a little grounded, and then I think about, why am I feeling bad? what's the, what what is the reason and if there is a reason i look at it and i go okay why is this so bad why is this such a bad thing and how can i turn it into a not bad thing and sometimes there isn't really a reason and right. um i've been able to just look at myself kind of and be like why are you why 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 are you sad stop being sad mm-hmm. and it really does work but are you fear, are you familiar with the concept of socialization? Um, is, is, explain it. It's a uh, it's the concept of where um, how we grow up, right, mm-hmm. and how our how our mentality develops is um is based in things around us, right? Right. So um, which is very true, right? But um, the concept is that is that you know things shape your mentality, right, yeah. and they shape unconscious thought as well as conscious, right? For sure. And so, like, it's 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 the same thing where, like, if, you know, this is a really easy way to put it, like, if if your parents were racist, you're more likely to be a racist, yeah. right? You know, you get you get the point there. Yeah, one th- tying but, back to what um, I just said, um, my right. mom, I would always say uh, something along the lines of, like, um, just, like, when something, like, un, like, unimportant was bothering me, just, she would just be like, you, you're making a choice to be sad right now. Mm-hmm. So or like dial, you know, exactly, and like you know, like you can you can see this like socialization yeah. also in like dialect and like how people you know form words. Mm-hmm. You you're more you're most yeah. likely to have the accent Accents. that your parents have, right? Yeah. Um, but the whole point of it is that um, I think you're very socialized into how you your mentality is, and that's just and not directly socialized, but I think it's unconsciously picked up over time. You know, you perceive this as a bad situation, and this is a good situation. Mm-hmm. Which is good because you can you can discern right from wrong a lot of the times you know right. and that's why people with mental issues have a lot of issues because sometimes they can't 
understand that socialization, mm-hmm. right? That's a big that's a big basis in uh, the mental health crisis. Right. But the thing is that when you're when you're measuring when you're trying to like uh, develop all these thoughts and all these emotions to situations, I think that um, you can also do it later in life. You know, you can you can still be socialized through your whole life, right? Yeah. You learn new things. You 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 change. But the one thing is that like why can't we could perceive a situation in a in the same way but also take it better i believe mm-hmm. you know from just from just you know that socialization that constant thought yeah so i think if you have if you have a positive attitude you know i think it'll be very infectious yeah. and uh continue forward oh yeah just yeah it's... and i mean infectious to yourself right right, right right and like kind of like a momentum type thing exactly dominoes um yeah it's so but sometimes you can't help it sometimes you're just sad yeah, yeah exactly and then yeah like dude probably due to my mom being like you're making a choice like i've had the ability to just stop being sad like choose right, but not sad. everything not every time you're sad is a choice right exactly that's for sure exactly that's not but like there, there are things I'm that saying. are sad you know and you should never you should never not be sad for something right no. if it's if it's a sad thing yeah because that, that would be depriving yourself of a lot of, of a lot as well uh, it's an important emotion for sure exactly it ties to into empathy um which is very important i think mm-hmm. i think empathy is honestly one of the most important things to have in life and i think that's the thing that's most misunderstood in like in humans yeah it's like the like the empathy for others you know mm-hmm. it's so it's so like it's so misinterpreted and that's why that's why we have this big issue it also really ties back into the political climate where like yeah you know like one side thinks that like they're like the other side's an idiot and the the other side thinks the other side is evil and right? no one's and choosing like, to on. like try to under actually understand the other each other exactly it's like you need you need that empathetic thought right but but i think too too much empathy can lead to self-destruction as well oh for sure But wow, Sam, we've we've really gone down the rabbit hole, haven't we? A little bit. Mental mental thought. I mean, still no Brian. <laughs> I don't think we've gotten any closer today. But I think it's a I think it's a good time to wrap it up. Say your say our goodbyes, Sam. Um, our goodbyes. Okay, that's where I'm ending it. <laughs> <laughs>